and I better I best tune in. You don't best tune in. Don't want this is it. So do you want to you want to elaborate a little bit on uh, why you asked for this bonus session? Yeah. So um, you guys might have noticed that Sophia was a little subdued last session, and that was intentional. Um, I made the choice that due to various reasons, she was very, very negatively affected by Rick. And I think that a lot of the stuff that he said stayed with her. And I think that's going to affect her willingness to go to sleep. And considering it's the same day, I thought, hey, John, how about, can we like, can we give a little time to this? But I don't want to take up too much of the group stream because it's just going to be her. So, well, her and like, possibly NPCs, but we've got a quest to go on. It's actually just going to be you narrating her lying awake in bed for 45 minutes. John is actually not necessary either. I really just wanted to monologue for two hours. John is not necessary is basically the way that I live my life at this point. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. I think, I think I summed it up. Yep. So Scott's watching. I know Kate can't because she's currently partaking in some Japanese theater. Classic Kate. Right. Classier than the rest of us, I'll tell That's you that. Classic much. with a K. <laughs> John No Bad. Well, that's because every time you go to shake John's hand, he goes, psych. <laughs> and then I run my hand across my head. And then he rubs his head. head. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot less effective now. <laughs> oh, well. We do what we can. We do what we must, because we can. Now, we are, of course, in a bonus session, which means that you're going to have to do your own recap of where you are. So, because Captain Daff takes takes his duties very seriously. I've seen him do it now. I've watched the process. We certainly couldn't ask him to do it in 20 You've seconds. dared behind so. the veil. You've peeked behind the curtain. I did. <laughs> um, okay, so without going into too much detail, uh, the gang went and retrieved... Can I say that? Like, can I... Yeah, I can say all of this, right? This uh, you can spoil anything that happened in the previous Sunday. At okay. this point, I mean it is a the bonus session. Retrieved Zister Flex, um, and nicked him out of the gaping maw of death itself, and brought him back to the spark. And now I think uh, it's pretty late; it's in the evening, so most people are getting ready for sleeps. But two sessions ago, uh, Sophia and Patches went into Brahms' dreams. And managed to shake some more memories loose, but in doing so, they had an altercation with Rick, the parasitic memory-repressing demon thing that lives in Brom's head. So, uh, now, uh, yeah, he's, uh, I think that's, uh, that's, that's not, that wasn't pleasant for Sophia, and it stayed with her. So, she is gonna wait until everybody else retires to their chambers or their homes. And then she is going to uh, come back down stairs to the exhaust. Um, All right. That's she's going to be. Is there any questions from the audience before we begin? Let's find out. It's always better when you try to sip water from a bottle that you've closed, so you're just like, oh, well. And that's why you go, can we dance? You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. John already did. (laughs) 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 All right. So we have to spoil everything before he gets back. If he comes back. Actually. 
Right. <laughs> Yay, friendship. I've said it before and I've said it again. This is, uh, and I've said it again and I'll say it again. This is, um, this is so, I love that we do this because even though you live far away, we still see each other actually more often than I sometimes see friends in town. So <laughs> <laughs> just goes to show. So dancing and friendship. Dancing and friendship. All right. Well, if you're ready and if you're going to stop pulverizing me right in the ego and the id gonads emotional not me gnarlios yes I'm ready alright right in my id (laughs) right in the id my emotion, my emotion nards. <laughs> John, every time we do a stream together, we come up with like fun new, like we said word hole last time. That's oh, stuck sure. around. Now we have emotional, emotional gonads or nards. The emotion nards? Emotion nards, which I love. When Sophia returns to the spark and enters into the exhaust. Uh, Initially, there's now no one left in the exhaust. Talus has since uh, retrieved Zister's broken body. Um, And because there isn't much that anyone can do for him at this point, other than let him heal, has taken him downstairs to sleep in the Balefire's light. The others are gone. Not Patches, not Brom. Uh, However, the door to the kitchen is swinging slightly, and there are still some lights on in the hallway that branches off towards the offices. The time... Might as well actually get that synopsis up in there. Why not? So that people can know... It's still November 1st, the day after (laughs) Sewain, but it's 11.30 p.m. We'll just put that in there so that people can see. (laughs) It's a really long day. I love it. It's not the longest day in tabletop history. You reg- you forget some of the things that we did in Exalt Twitch. Oh, you're right. Um, so very quietly, Sophia is going to um she's 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 wearing her bathrobe and she's carrying a blanket from her bed. Um and she's going to head back downstairs to the exhaust with her coffee still. Cause she got a large or an extra large coffee. Like it was a lot of coffee. She is caffeinated and she's bringing a book and uh, she's, she's just kind of trying to creep down to the exhaust and, and, and sit like in a corner of it. Um, and just focus very intently on her book. I'm going to have, I'm actually going to, I'm going to pick one of the viewers at random here. I'm actually going to do this. Why not? So we're going to have a, a raffle. So if you answer in the chat with exclamation mark pick. Oh my god. <gasps> What's happening? Oh, puck. <laughs> um, so if you type in exclamation mark pick after about 30 seconds, I'm going to give you the chance to pick who enters the exhaust first. 
I know who of, I want to enter the exhaust, so I'm sending telepathic signals. Aragorn shows up, doesn't know what this is for. Um, so we'll see what happens with that, and then you can, um, as long as you don't answer, I'll, I'll actually I'll have you I'll have you whisper who you want to have show up, and I'll say whether or not they can or not. And Should I the, do it via via Twitch? Or no, sorry, you mean the person who wins? Sorry, no. yeah, the person who wins, not you. I can't. You don't get squat. Squat. I choose little one. <laughs> Keypad. <sighs> it's Captain Daff. Oh shit. Oh shit. Captain Daff. Captain Daff. Um. You can suggest which NPC you want to have enter the exhaust at this point. All right. This is fun. I like this. I, I like this. All right. Uh, Kevin Daff, I accept your proposal. See, we're, we're experimenting here in these bonus sessions. That's what these bonus sessions are for. All right. So Sophia stays um, in the exhaust. The lights naturally dim somewhat past 11 o'clock. Not off, but enough to sort of kind of imply that, you know, it's nighttime. If you look out towards the gardens, then the sun has set long ago. Every once in a while, you hear some rustling around in the kitchen. Um, And distantly, you can hear the clattering of keyboard keys and then the elevator rings someone is entering the spark from the outside so Sophia just sort of buries herself in the blanket yeah trying to be quiet (laughs) Door opens up, and Cog steps out. (laughs) A few things are notable. One, Skag is not with him. Two, uh, his overalls are torn in a few places. Um, It looks like... It looks like pretty old tears. Like it's not. There's not like blood oozing out of them or anything like that. Um, and there's a lot of fraying around the tears. So they've clearly been there for quite some time. And um, you notice that he's carrying a a backpack that seems way too stuffed for its capacity. Oh, I, I, um, and he unshoulders the backpack and puts it down and it makes a dull thud when it lands. I, um, what are, morning. What are, you, what are you doing here? I was told that if I ever needed to come by here, I could, I could. Um, I'm sure, sure. Is everything, is everything all right? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, uh, everything's just fine. I, I just, uh, just needed a place to, to swing in <laughs> and just say, say hi, uh. Oh, Cog. Cog, yeah? you can talk to me. If something's wrong, you can tell me. Um. And he beetles over and he sits down in a chair. I had to leave my house. Why did you have to leave? I was staying up. Um, I I pulled one of Skag's boards and I was soldering a new module on it. Um, I'm trying to make sure that he'll be able to navigate through a lot of 
moving legs all at once, right? So that he doesn't trip anyone else. And I got told that I shouldn't be staying up really late. I stayed up late yesterday because it was is Halloween and and then I I I I got yelled at for for staying up and they don't understand that, you know, like I really have to I have to get it done. And so they threatened to take away all my tools and so I got all of them together and I'm just looking for a place to keep them for now, you know, until they cool off. Sure, you can you can leave things here. That's that's fine. I know that Patches said that I could use the workshop, but I you know, I, I'm used to the tools that I have and I I just I tried showing what I was working on to them and they didn't understand. I'm sure they're just worried about you. You know, you can come up with many more ideas for Skag when your mind is well rested. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, but when do I have time? I gotta go to school, like, every day. And I, I, I've got tests coming up. And then I'm gonna graduate. And then I'm gonna have to go to Noor's school. And, and I... I don't feel like I belong there anymore. I mean... He takes a sip from uh, a thermos and he hooks it back onto his belt. I know that school must seem like it's just taking all of your time that you would rather spend doing other things. But... If I can be honest with you, I didn't go to school. I was homeschooled by my parents. See, like that—that that sounds great. That sounds perfect. A lot of it, a lot of it was good. But I feel like there is a lot that I did miss out on. I don't mind going to school. I just need time to be able to work on what I want to work on. I, I sometimes I feel like I'm just going to explode with all the ideas that are in my head, and and sh they just don't understand that. If it truly matters to you, and I can tell that it does, you're going to find the time, but it shouldn't be time that's used by sleeping and recharging. That's your mind. You need to keep it well rested. Everyone else gets to stay up. We're old. <laughs> when you're old, you can do stupid things, too. <laughs> My parents don't have any idea about who I really am. Neither do mine. And I once told my friend this and he said that that's everybody's parents and that nobody understands their kids and I, I couldn't make him see that maybe I was not just some angsty emo kid I know and it's hard to not be able to tell them when I go home for family dinners, there's this big part of my life that I can't talk about with them. Does it just never get better? Of course it does. You just, you learn to find your people. Someone told me that once, they said, they said, find your people that you can talk about different things with. It's okay to not be able to discuss every single topic with your family. But It can be hard, but I think it sounds to me anyway, I've never met them, but it sounds like they love you very much and they're worried about you. 
and they don't understand, and I think that that scares them. I know, but I, I just... I don't know how to make them understand that there's going to be this entire world around me that they just aren't going to see, and that I'm special, and I've got potential, and they're, they just don't know. They don't. They don't, but... I think they can tell that you are special, they just don't know how. They can tell that you see things differently. They can tell that you're very smart. And I think it's okay to share little bits about what you've been working on without giving them all of the context. I mean, I'm not running away or anything. I just Good. just don't want them to take my stuff. I don't know if they'd understand what it would mean if they broke it. Right. Well, at least you understand. Of course. I think, I think most of us here would understand. And you can leave anything here that you want. All right? And we'll hold on to it for you for as long as you need. Thanks. Of course. Now, what do you say you get some sleep? Yeah. At least I'm not drinking coffee. <laughs> I told you when you're old, you can do stupid things. <laughs> guess I'll just wait. Thanks. Anytime. He turns around and he picks the backpack up and one of the arms just rips off the bag. And so he kind of shakes his head and he crouches down and he wraps his whole arm around the bag and lifts it just like that out in front of him. And he wanders over to a corner and he puts it down and then he opens the bag and he pulls out a piece of paper and it just has cog written on it and he puts it down on top of the bag and the paper slips off and he picks it up and he puts it back and he creases it a little so that it'll stick and then he nods thanks lady um thanks my pleasure. And then he heads back far? to... The, sorry? You live far? No. No, I, I, I can walk here in about two minutes. Okay. Because I can call you a taxi. Yeah, it would take longer for the taxi to get here than for me to get home, trust me. Okay, fine, but will you do me a favor and send me a text message when you get home? I don't have your phone number. Your phone. And there's this moment that that step into adulthood that he is making at this point, getting a girl's <laughs> phone number. <laughs> and hands it off. Okay, I promise. Thank you. And he See, heads to. That's <laughs> just what we do. <laughs> Are you really a grown up, though? I mean, do you count? Uh, sometimes I don't feel like a grown up. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks. Good night, Cog. Good night. And. He gets into the elevator and it dings and goes down. Make sure that the stuff is arranged in a place where no one's going to trip on it. 
in the middle of the night. And then I guess I just I go back. Like it's I'm clearly seeing that that Cog was tired made me even more tired. But I keep drinking the coffee and I keep pinching my arms and just try to stay awake. Recognizing that I am fully not taking my own advice. <laughs> After a period of time, the door to the kitchen opens up and Claude walks out, sweating, and his hands are trembling slightly. Walks past the bar, lifts his head a little to Sophia, and continues to walk, weaving just a little bit left and right. Claude? Are you all right? (sighs) My lady, I... I don't know how to answer your question. I could tell you the truth. And you would not be happy to hear the truth. Or I could lie. And then you would be disappointed in me for lying to you. So, I choose not to answer. I don't want you to ever feel like you have to lie to me, Claude. I'll lie to you all the time. I will lie to you by telling you things like, uh, no, I, I'm not hurt. I, it's just a flesh wound. I will lie to you for not serious things like, I swear I only put a little bit in the glass. It's, uh, it's not that strong. Don't worry. I will lie to you by telling you that, uh, when I woke up this morning, I knew that everything was going to be just fine that our sewing and hijinks were not going to be that important. I I could lie to you and tell you that I wish that you didn't know about me. Because that would make things easier. And yet, now that you know, perhaps I'm not such a pathetic idiot like I once was. What's wrong, Cloud? I got used to another life. I got used to a life where I was taking care of some knocker who got in over his head and and making sure that a tiny little family got somehow fed and watered every night. It was easier. You think I like getting into cars and crashing them into buildings in an attempt to save the lives of people I care about? Do you? I do it because I have to. I do it because it needs to be done. But it it isn't something that I relish. It's not something that I enjoy. I enjoy finding the perfect hangover food. I enjoy making somebody smile with a really bad joke. Sometimes I envy Brom. Brom's missing a huge part of his past. No, and it's horrible for me to say. I, I get it, but he is missing pain. No, he's missing his life. That, that is a part of life. 
Yeah. No. But I know you feel that you have to do this, but I want you to know that there should still be something in your life that brings you joy and that you feel passionate about. I mean, that's kind of Silly me, that's, I believe that in order for the world to be better, everybody needs to have that part of themselves. Lady Sophia, I am very happy to be the Earl. I am. I am. But I know I'm not going to be the Earl I once was. I'm too old. None of us are who we are yesterday, or we were yesterday. None of us will be the same person tomorrow. You shouldn't be trying to recreate something from long ago. What happens when you look forward? What do you see then? When I look forward, I see, I see someone accomplishing a great many things, like I did when I was young, and I can tell that there would be moments of sheer victory and satisfaction, yes? But it doesn't come without cost. You and I are just dealing with different things. You are drinking coffee at, what, midnight? And I am drinking coffee. (laughs) I am way more pleasant when I lie. I'm not looking for that version of you. I'm not interested in people around me putting on a brave face because they think that that's what I want to see. If you're smiling around me, I want it to be because you're happy. Because you feel you have to. Because you owe me that. I see your face. Sometimes I'm lucky enough to see it every morning for a week. And that makes me happy. And I would not be here if I was not a hero. And you would not smile if I wasn't a hero. I disagree. You may not have been born. I've been around. Lady Sophia, I've done many things. Let's just say that it wasn't coincidence that I was chosen to stay here. But look, look. The best part about being a member of the Red Branch is that No matter what nightmares you deal with, you still get to sleep the sleep of the just. You still get to experience everyone else's joy and know that you helped make it happen. But if there's anything that you're going to need to do, is you're going to need to make sure that all the faces around you are still smiling at the end of the day. Because it's difficult, yes? And the instant that you let that get to you, that the sadness takes hold, you start to forget why you do it in the first place, and it becomes a job. And this is not a job, it's a calling. It's why we need people like you. 
That's why we need the best hangover food you can find. And it's why sometimes we stumble into each other and we just relax, knowing that we know what no one else does, what it takes to be someone like this. You're going to learn. You're going to learn very quickly. I'm already learning. When this whole thing with Braum and his dreams started, I, I guess, naively thought that I would be able to keep myself separate from it all. That it wouldn't matter what kind of memories we unlocked or what kind of pain he'd experienced in the past. I was removed from it. I was above it, I guess. And now that's becoming very, very clear that it's not so simple. Are you okay? I don't know. I should be. I imagine anyone else in my situation would be. Any of you would be fine. I'm just not as used to all this. I guess I've lived a pretty good life up to this point. Every time I try to go to sleep, I see his eyes. And I think about sleep. There he is. You are a creature born of dreams. Unfortunately, that makes you creature vulnerable to dreams. I thought if I studied dreams and dreamers that I could control it and that it wouldn't be able to touch me. And now I'm terrified of sleep. <laughs> and it's stupid. I know, I know it's stupid. And maybe if I was braver, it... All right. You might want to run away from things that you've done in the past, or but at least you have a heroic past. <laughs> I have a, an history of bravery. Yes. Lady Sophia, I am not an onlyermancer. I, I, I don't know this the way that you do. But I will tell you that you can do one thing for yourself that the Brahm does not do. Don't sleep alone. If your dreams are indeed something that scare you, you do not need to face that fear alone. Delaying the inevitable You did the right thing by telling someone already. I wish I could face it alone. Why? Why would you do that? 
because it's a it's a challenge. It's it's a way to prove to everyone here that I can. The challenge is seeing if you could play myself. if you could if you could play Beethoven's Ninth Symphony on your harp while holding your breath, or or seeing if you can run across the entire gardens in twenty seconds. That's a challenge. Facing fear? You don't opt to be brave. That's that's not useful. You take the help where you can get it. Ah. This is way too melancholy for what should be a success. I mean we got we got sister back. And we didn't end up very hurt. I mean, Brom took a bullet, but that's basically what his job's going to be for the end of time. And he's very good at that. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to sleep out here, if that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Do you want me to um, uh, get curtains or something? To <laughs> It's okay. You should get a room. There are rooms. You can find the room, bedrooms. Here I feel like everyone is nearby. It's a happy medium. <laughs> All right. I'm not completely alone, but I am still being brave. Why do you need to be brave? It's just for me. All right. I am going to find someone to I'm going to go find a blanket one second and he wanders off towards the bedrooms and then he comes back and he's dragging his own blanket and then he no Claude Walks behind the bar. I brought my own. And he sits down. It's not for you. It's for me. What are you doing? I can't sleep in your presence. I am way too old and way too unlucky for that. I'm going to sleep behind this bar. And if you scream in the night, at least I will be there ten seconds earlier than I would be before. But... You can stay up and drink your coffee all night. At some point, I'm going to pass out because I am very much in my cups. Thank you, Claude. But, uh... Do me a favor, and if you do scream, don't run away from anyone trying to help you. Don't make the same mistake I've seen many people do before when they've tried to be brave. Bravery is not necessarily something that means alone. Okay. Good night. And he lies down so that you can't see him behind the bar. Except you are way too caffeinated. I sure am, but I'm at least going to try. I'll take you up on that bet. <laughs> Let's see. 
Do you have one die on you? Yeah. Roll me one. It's a seven. You beat my roll. And we don't know if that's good or bad, ladies and gentlemen. As you start to drift off. And it doesn't take as long as it would appear. Stress has a way of exhausting you all at once. You hear the sounds of a freehold closing down for the night. Feet padding along hallways. Lights being turned on and off. And eventually, the lights in the exhaust dim to the point where you can make out furniture. You can move around without stumbling into things, but uh, it's definitely dark enough to sleep by. There's three major sources of light. There's the ceiling, where the flood lamps are at their barest minimum. There's the small LEDs that indicate the elevators, both the one that leads down to the lobby and one that leads down to the workshop. And then there's light spilling, as light is wont to do, from the hallway that leads down to the offices. And when Sophia finds sleep, it's peaceful. Everyone's really intent on you getting cut up. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> 29 pieces. Oh, God damn it, Eric. No, no, Sophia sleeps the sleep of the just. Everything's okay for her. For now. <laughs> Did you have anything else that you wanted to accomplish? Um No, I think that's I think that's good actually. And that means that we can officially Take over to November 2nd. Yay! Click it over. Aragorn, what? What? Aragorn is... What did she want us to do? I don't know. You should ask her. Aragorn, what did you want us to do? I'll tell you one thing. I was fully prepared if the NPC who showed up was incisor. I was going to ask to go thrashing. As a way of like keeping myself awake. So I <laughs> know that that plot line was somewhere in my head too. <laughs> uh, the night is young. No, it's not. It's some, someday. Someday. Oh, you wanted to sleep butt to butt. Okay. I understand. I mean, you can always just go and find Scott and tag him in and then he can find out whether he's the one who gets fucked up sleep. <laughs> Scotty. But I won't 
I won't drag know. him into that without his prior knowledge. That wouldn't be fair, would it? We're also not sure that he's wearing pants. I don't know. We're not sure you're wearing pants. It's true. Oh, wait. I am. <laughs> I bet it's me that gets effed up. <laughs> well, that's a nice thing to think about, isn't it? Where is no Brom's need... butt? And who is it touching? No need for a session. It's Brom. Besides, that Horizon Zero Dawn isn't going to play itself. <laughs> Should I let you go back and do that? No, 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 no rush. I'm just that's that's going to be the the bookend to this evening. Patches is butt touching the Duke. Oh, she's doing. I don't think that's where Patches ended up. I think Patches would have probably gone back to her own apartment so that she could keep an eye on the dragon. Oh, that old chestnut. Well. You John, thank you for agreeing to do this last-minute bonus session. I oh, feel like a lot I better now. Twist my fine. arm. <laughs> well, I feel like I sprung this on you like yesterday or something. <laughs> I'm good. No, I'm glad because it was kind of it was floating over my head, and I think that now that it's been um, more explored in stream, more like Aragorn that the apartment isn't duke-proof. I love how we get mocked for how we pronounce the word Duke. Duke? As opposed to Duke. 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 Well, um, bonus sessions are I'm perfect for these sure little introspective. Swing. Sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Bonus what? sessions are perfect for these kinds of introspective conversations where everyone just opens their hearts and realizes that, yeah, being a hero isn't always easy. And you can just take your time with it, too, without feeling like, oh, we only have three hours. I'm eating into valuable narrative time. Like, it's nice. I'm really glad that we started. Have you this. seen my sessions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Scott's got his Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I'm curious as to whether who... Whether the chat thinks that Braum is uh, the one with effed up sleep or whether it's Patches at this point. Because Patches, remember, is the one who cheated at the game of Snakes and Ladders. So, never know. Now's the also, time, guys. It's if you usually have any, the last thing you expect. If you have any questions specifically for Sophia or for me, for that matter, about yeah. Changeling, um, this, is, uh, this is the time to do it. Kevin Daft knows what's up. But then again, he often does. Into valuable narrative time. Uh, I haven't been watching my own game, I guess. Uh, <laughs> bulletproof. Nothing to lose. Fire, Fire away. away. Fire away. How frustrated is Sophia that she couldn't help in the fight? And how interested is she in getting to know some kick-assing? Um, Alternately, when are you going full mage? <laughs> so I think that she she is definitely frustrated that she can't help in a fight, but I don't think that her solution would be to train up in in combat. I think it's more that she wants to be she wants to be useful um, in combat situations. So I think she just has to gain more confidence in her arts. Um, because when she's cast, like she, she has access to some pretty powerful cantrips. So I think she just needs to have faith in herself and start trying them out. Dark Elven, I think the answer is then she's already going full mage. She's already, she, she has the abilities. She just doesn't have the confidence. Guru Mensch asks, did I tell Scott to address Kyoko as a lady or was that spontaneous convenience? I told him to. I told him to, via text message, you can actually check in that session. Um, you can see him check his phone. And that's where he gets the uh, 
the instructions. Erwin says, I really love the idea of Sophia working with her Kaima chameleon, Karma chameleon, to turn it into other useful objects like a fencing sword. Kaima, 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 Kaima chameleon. Like my, you mean, uh, you mean Mab? I think, yeah, I think she means Mab. But what is a harp not good enough for Mab? Well, I just don't, because John was very kind in allowing me to have this very strange little chimera. And I didn't want to, I was very clear with him. I was like, I'm not trying to find any like combat loopholes or like puzzle solving loopholes with this little lizard. Like my main purpose for it was to be able to transform into a harp and back again. So anything that I wanted to do with Mab, I would run by John first because he like, we kind of like home brewed this little, this little thing. Yeah. Barely use her ATM at the moment. I know, but that's intentional. She's always hanging out nearby, but like, for example, when we were in the um, in the lab, I was like, oh, I could send her like under a door or something. And I'm like, no, Liz, like, don't. I mean, if, not, if you had sent her into the room where Cold Iron was leaning against the door, she may never have come back. That would have been bad. Answer quite rich, Crosshair. <laughs> Turns out that busking, um, the rules to, to excellent busking is uh, rule number one, be attractive. And rule number two, don't be unattractive. I think that she's played some like higher profile gigs. And I also think she has at least one album, probably a Christmas album. Let's be honest. Uh, so she's not, she's not. Hurting. So in other words, it's already been playing for the past like two weeks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Rich and friends. Aw. Aw. Not yet, though. Did I ever run or play a mixed World of Darkness setting troop? How was it? I did play in one. I played in a LARP that lasted, I guess, around a year. Um, that was a... It was designed to be a play whatever you wanted in the World of Darkness. So you could be a vampire, you could be a changeling, you could be a mummy. Nobody played a mummy. You could be a hunter, you could be a... But the point was that it was like a summit, that there were external threats threatening all of the supernaturals, and so they had agreed to a certain amount of peace talks. Uh, the game was interesting. It did not go well because the GM was more familiar with some supernaturals than others, and therefore um, there was definitely some preferences being made. Um, for instance, in terms of one-on-one -on -one combat, if it's just straight up, knuckles down everyone's just gonna fight with no magic involved at all um werewolves will win 98 times out of 100 if experience rom and kaylee <laughs> yeah if, if if experience is considered kind of equivalent werewolves will win i mean that's not to say that they will always win because each of them have different tactics and magics or disciplines or arts or whatever that they can use but in a knockdown fight a werewolf will almost always win that's what they're built for and because the sham wasn't aware of wasn't really familiar with werewolf and I was the only one playing a werewolf in the game. I got fucked. <laughs> uh, and like, I could not win a fight even though I was like, but the rules say that I can do this, 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 and this. And he was like, Oh yeah. Okay. But we're not going to play with rage. And I'm like, but that's the whole point of being a werewolf is that I have, that's like saying, okay, you can be a changeling, but you don't get any glamor what? or you can play vampire, but you don't get any blood. Like it's bad. So essentially I, I was like, okay, well that's too bad. I mean, my character wasn't a combat character anyway, but like I still should have basically been able to do a lot more. And if you were playing certain, certain like the mages kind of were sort of shafted in another way, but then he made a call at one point where he was like, okay, mages can enter the Umbra for free, which I know that doesn't mean much to all of you, but the point of the Umbra, the Umbra is uh, sort of like the Dreaming. The point is that mages can get there, but through extreme hardship and sacrifice, and it's dangerous for them to be in there. And then he was like, no, mages can just use it to teleport to wherever they want at will, no cost. And so they immediately became extremely OP. So there were, 
I would recommend that if you want to, if you want to play in a mixed setting, be familiar with all the settings and also recognize that your players will immediately notice if you have bias. So you've got to be fair and you can't arbitrarily make some rules change because you'll shortchange other supernaturals. It'd be the equivalent of in D and D you said, Oh yeah, uh, all wizards can use heavy armor with no penalty. Like they don't get that benefit because that's the benefit of playing a fighter. Right? So it's a thing. What? No, no. Mages take great personal risk traveling the Umbra. Kith next by. I played a werewolf who got into a relationship with a hunter and neither knew what the other one was until after they got married and then the hunter ended up falling into a deep depression because he couldn't forget how many other werewolves he'd killed without consideration that they must have also had families and personalities and non-monstrous existences like his wife. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Is Sophia already planning the next party? Um... I mean, possibly. I think she's like not really thinking about parties right now, but I'm sure it won't be long before she starts. Uh, there's always Imbolc and Yule. Yay! More parties. Yeah, because if do you guys enjoy those like the festival sessions? I personally really like them. I think it's it's they're just infrequent enough that I I don't feel that they're gonna get like boring. Because Ray could never throw a party. Ray had no interest in parties. <laughs> Ray Ray was not unless it was a pork bun party or a pork and ember party, and she's the only one invited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, things tend to get crazier in parties. It's, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Parties are fun because they are that um Final Fantasy level of always on the edge of shit and fan. I mean, that's also you could say that it's always on the on the edge of British style comedy where, you know, you're just building up that house of cards and ready for it to fall. Mhm. Werewolves win all the straight up combat mostly. Vampires cover social mages with prep kill gods. That's that's pretty that's pretty fair. Changelings have the advantage of stealth. Um because the mists protect them whereas um will protect them from other supernaturals compared to the others, so they're like the unknown. Um it's very difficult for a vampire, for instance, to face a changeling because he doesn't know what he's facing. But that's but you don't have to take my word for it. And parties are when they're when those awkward meetings slash oopsies happen. That's I have true. no idea what he's talking about. That's what true. awkward meeting? Awkward oopsies. What oopsies? No idea what he's talking about. <laughs> well, Elizabeth, thank you for suggesting this. Thank you, John. This was so great. Um, we have... So tomorrow... During the day, uh, Kate will be streaming, and then in the evening, JT will have his uh, non-canon VR adventures, and then the day after tomorrow... (gasps) This ties into what Crosshair said, so Friday, 6 o'clock on my channel, for Punchy, we're starting a brand new game. I almost forgot to buy it, but I did, and I installed it yesterday. (laughs) It's all set up. It's Sleeping Dogs with special guest Fred. Yeah, you got to make sure to see if you can make sure that that'll work and and you'll be able to stream at the same time. There's so much hype building up to this. <laughs> I think it'll be okay. You built me a beast of a computer. So sure. Just make sure on. that the software is okay with running in like windowed mode or whatever you need to do in yep, order to make I that work. I already settled that up. And then you're all fine. With high graphics. <laughs> Saturday, it's possible that I will be joining um, Nohegian, possibly <gasps> playing some Overwatch or some PUBG. We'll find out. Um, see if we can get that going. And then, of course, Sunday, day 12. 
and we know it's not Sophia, but someone's going to have a bad night. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> My driving's awful, Kung Fu Fenris. <laughs> Get oh excited. Oh Poor dear. Fred, he's like, he's like, I'm so excited to see the game from a new perspective. And I was like, and you will get a new perspective. <laughs> You're never going to see your favorite game played quite like this before. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We will be back at you next Sunday, but there's plenty of streams from now until then. Bye.